Welcome back to Dice to Pixels. We're here with episode 19. We're almost at 20. We're getting there. 19 comes just before it. Does it? Yeah. Last I checked. Mm -hmm. So thanks for coming back and watching us. Or if you're new, welcome. Uh, Chad, you've got something that you've been burning to talk about. Yes. Yes. Uh, it's Remembrance Day here in uh, Canada. So thank you to the fallen. But unfortunately, uh, we got some sad news today. Uh, uh, Mr. Kevin Conroy, uh, who's widely uh, well known as the boy, the voice of uh, Batman Bruce Wayne uh, in a multitude of projects, uh, the animated series, video games, uh, passed away today at the age of 66. Um, I feel like a small part of my childhood uh, died today. It's I grew up watching the animated series. I grew up watching a lot of the the Batman stuff that was on TV at the time. Mm -hmm. uh, the Arkham the Arkham series of video games. Uh, he did the voices for Batman and Bruce Wayne and all of those. And whenever I read uh, a Batman comic book, the voice that and I always heard was Kevin Conroy's as mm -hmm. Batman. Same. So uh, yeah, it, it sucks. Uh, mm -hmm. He had a, uh, lost a battle with cancer and it's, it's, a, it's a damn shame. It's very sad. Mm -hmm. So this one, this one kind of hits hard yeah. for me. I, I think he was a, a good person as well from whatever, what other people have said about him over the years. Uh, I recall a story from um, during 9-11. I guess he was working in a, a kitchen to help feed the people that were uh, helping rescue and clear up the rubble. And uh, someone had mentioned that he was in the back and they were like, is he really there? And so I guess from the back, he started... Uh, yelling using his more Batman intoned voice and everyone just started cheering out that we're eating and yeah. Mm. That's pretty cool. Yeah. Yeah. Sad stuff. But um, you know, his at least the the work that he's done will will always have it. It's always it's always there to watch, reminisce and enjoy. So uh thank you, Mr. Conroy, for uh everything that you've done. I'm sure many people are in the same boat as you. I personally never got into Batman and never played any of the games, actually. Like, I don't think I've played a single Batman video game. So I was completely unaware of all of this until Chad mentioned it. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But uh, yeah, I mean, it's actually, to me, it's impressive having not known about this. It's actually impressive to me that a single person was maintained throughout that much continuity. Mm. Usually every video game just picks, you know, whoever they can to mm. do voice acting or whatever. So it's actually kind of cool that, that he was the voice for so long. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. uh, I actually, we didn't discuss this beforehand and, and I don't know how this conversation is going to go at all, but you actually mentioned that it's Remembrance Day and I had actually forgotten about that. I knew earlier today because I was out and about, but I had actually forgotten that and I, I meant to talk about it a little bit tonight. I'm curious what you guys think. And to be clear, none of us have served uh, and, and our opinion is worth exactly that much. But uh, I'm curious what you think. I've seen a lot of like sales and and sort of people like hyping up war games because it's it's Remembrance Day. Not too bad, but I've seen a little bit of it. And I personally, that's the, uh, that seems super shitty to me. That's dog shit. That, yeah, I, yeah that leaves a bad taste in my mouth. I My dad's always said that, you know, we, especially when it comes to like, when people are trying to shush kids at Remembrance Day ceremonies and whatnot, like, no, let them do their thing. Those people pass so that we can enjoy life the way that we have it now. And I guess in some ways you could take that viewpoint with sales for these games, but it's it's tacky. It's tacky. 
I, that's kind of how I felt about yeah. it. Like, yeah. I mean, I think there's probably, there are probably <clears throat> games that maybe wouldn't be the worst because there are games that sort of, I mean, they're games, so they're going to glorify war to some degree. But mm-hmm. I think there are games that are lean towards realism that maybe it's not such a bad thing. Mm-hmm. But like I've seen people talking about like Call of Duty. I don't, to be clear, I don't know that Call of Duty like officially did anything, but I've seen people like, talking it up and like pointing out sales that are on and everything else. And I'm just like, that seems, that seems gross to me. Yeah. I don't know. That'd be, that'd be like celebrating the, well, okay. (laughs) Let me, let me rephrase that. That was a horrible word to use. That would be like remembering the Holocaust by playing like Wolfenstein or something, which I don't, I don't think that's the right, (laughs) like, I think that's wrong. I I think you've got it wrong. If that's the route you're going. Yeah. It completely, Um, it completely defeats the purpose of the day. You yeah, know, it, like you said, is to is to celebrate and give thanks to the men and women that serve your respective countries to fight for the freedoms and the survive, like the freedoms that you have now. Yeah, and trying to monopolize it. And now, grant, like I'm not gonna go so far as to say like a lot of people do because like there is like sure like you're gonna see like little the the poppy thing. I understand that's a donation yeah. thing and. Yeah. Yes, hundred percent. Wear a poppy, like yeah, by all yeah. means. Um, but yeah, like these these men and women uh, lost their lives so that we could have the lives we have now. So trying to trying to cash in on that is complete and total bullshit. Mm-hmm. It it seemed pretty gross to me. Yeah. Now it's possible that that people who have served feel differently. I don't know. Like I said, yeah. none of us have. So you know, our opinions are worth exactly that much. But yeah, it it struck me as shitty. Now again, I don't. I want to. I'm not calling anyone out specifically because I don't want to do that. And and also, uh, I'm not aware of any like video game publishers that have mm-hmm. done this, but I've seen I've seen games being sort of released today and I've seen games sort of been put on sale today and, and it kind of just leaves a bad taste in my mouth yeah. personally. Yeah, I think I think there's games. <clears throat> excuse me. I think there's games as an individual you could choose to play on Remembrance Day or Veterans Day or what have you that I think could be your act of remembrance and it like something like maybe I don't like this war of mine where you play as an individual living in a a war-torn city and you have to go out and get what you need to survive so you're playing the civilian part Mm -hmm. of that Mm -hmm. or there's probably other RPGs where you could sit there in that mindset for the day and try and put yourself in those situations. But I think trying to capitalize on those things. Seems wrong. Yeah. It yeah. feels very wrong. That's what I thought. I thought I thought it'd be interesting to get your takes on it. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. All the respect to anyone who who has served. Uh, but yeah, I, that that struck me as pretty shitty. I didn't like yeah. that. No. So. Or is still serving. Like If you're listening, thank you. Thank you very much. Uh, yeah. If you happen to be listening and, yeah. and let us know. Uh, yeah. we, uh, we appreciate it. Mm-hmm. So. Um, what, uh, what did you guys want to talk about first? We had a couple of things that we'd actually sort of mapped out for tonight. There, there's the, the hot topic that we were talking about. We could jump yeah. into that if you want. Uh, uh but I don't know. Is, is there any games that you guys have been dying? I'll tell you, I was looking at the steam list, uh, earlier today. Cause I, I tried to get back into looking at the steam list every day. Mm-hmm. Holy shit. Were there a lot of games yeah. released today? <laughs> and Weirdly, because we were just bashing discounted games right now, but a lot of them are like quite inexpensive. 
unrelated to right. I think Remembrance that's key. Day. <laughs> but yeah, there's there's a lot of them, like even at full price, are not expensive in any way whatsoever. Yeah. Like, so if you have an extra five, eight bucks to throw down for a new game, like yeah, today's the day apparently. Yeah, so there there's two things. Uh first of all, there there was an abnormally large number released mm-hmm. today that were actually available. Not even just like, oh, we announced this and it's coming soon, but like actually you can you can buy this and download it today. There was there was a lot. But also there seemed to be an abnormally high number of sort of reasonably good looking games. Uh one that I picked up that's free that I admit I've I've played all of like 30 seconds of so so take this with a grain of salt but uh Ruza R U Z A uh by uh somebody who their store page is kind of lacking but it's a free game out today it's mm-hmm. an RPG mm-hmm. uh sort of a uh dark RPG flavor and yeah, uh, I grabbed looks, that one too yeah looks pretty cool yeah so so even if you don't want to drop any money there there were a handful of mm-hmm. frees uh, I didn't see any 71 cent ones, unfortunately. No, not yet. Nope. No sequels to the greatest game made ever. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm still fucking playing it, man. Morris Cave. Greatest investment I've ever made. Uh, but yeah, no, crazy, crazy today. Lots and lots and lots of games released today. Um, most of them having nothing to do with war or otherwise. But mm-hmm. uh, yeah. Very cool. Um, definitely check that out if you're into a lot of indie games. I didn't see any in the sort of AAA catalog, but a lot, no. lot, lot of, of indie games. Yeah. Oh, there's definitely one that was AAA. It just wasn't released on uh, It just wasn't released on Steam. Sure. Uh, God of War Ragnarok. Ah, yes. Uh, that came out on uh, November 9th. And I bought it. I st- uh, Chad, November 9th is not today. I know. That's why I said it came out on November 9th. <laughs> Um, yeah, I bought it. Uh, I got that and, uh, I, I managed to sit down Thursday night and, uh, start it and oh my gosh, man, like God of War games, they always open with a freaking bang and by God, does this one open <laughs> pun intended by God, does this one open with a bang? Um, it's pretty much picks up right at the end of the first, uh, God of War that released in 20, uh, 2018 or 2016, one of the 2018, I think. Um, picks up right at the end of that one. Uh, they have like a, a little uh, recap thing that you can select right at the start of the game just to give you kind of the P's and Q's of everything that happened previously. And then it just lets you go and boom, you're off. And holy crow, I have just I have just got into it and it's uh, it's quite a ride. So I'm looking forward to beating that one and I'll have a review up on the website. And yeah. Cool. I uh, I enjoyed the one Gear God of War game that I played um, that I keep wanting to call Gears of War. Mm-hmm. Um, they're cool games, but I, I just have never really played that series. Uh, mm-hmm. I don't know what it is. I guess because it's exclusive. I guess that's yeah, probably what it yeah. is. Yeah. And and even, even though I've had PlayStation 3, PlayStation 4, whatever, uh, I tend to not get too into exclusive titles, just which is weird because why else are you buying consoles? But I mean, I don't know. I'm weird. So, well, if you want to know the story of the first God of War game, there is a book. 
Uh. I know. See, that's why <laughs> I brought up that question last weekend about that. I read the book years ago, so I will probably end up doing a little book review from what I remember of it <laughs> and leave my thoughts about that book. Okay. All right. Well, there we go. So yes. I'll, I'll read your review of the book <laughs> yeah. of the game. Yeah. And then I'll be set. Yes. All right. <laughs> cool. 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 Um, yeah. Yeah. No, I, I, so, okay. That's, that's kind of interesting. And, and I'm sure people are going to be like, no, you're completely wrong, Adrian. You're a fucking idiot. But, um, as is often the case, uh, uh, books about video games, movies about video games, just not my thing at all. Yeah. Uh, and I, I say that like there have obviously been some that have been great. Mm-hmm. But uh, anytime somebody's like, oh, there's a there's a book about X, Y, Z. And uh, no, no. I actually feel the same about Dungeons and Dragons and stuff, too. Yeah. Even though I realize that that's a different sort of category because Dungeons and Dragons is almost like it's the world and then there's a game to go with it. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, like the the novelization stuff where it's like reading about. I think a better example for your opinion would be like anything that's come out related to um, World of Warcraft. Oh, definitely not yeah. that. Yeah. Yeah. But even even other stuff, like even stuff that's legitimately this should be a really cool world that's deep and everything else. If it's based on a game, I'm just kind of like, I just immediately discount it. And that's not fair, mm-hmm. but it is the way I think. I'm just like, oh, a Dungeons and Dragons book. I, like, I give a fuck. Yeah. <laughs> um, and even and and that's obviously not fair because they have incredibly talented writers and and incredibly creative people on that team so i'm sure the books are good but every time i see something like that i'm just like oh maybe not so much <laughs> you'll see in some of my my reviews <laughs> fair enough fair enough uh but uh oh hello spider all right spider's yeah. dead <laughs> spider's dead we're back yeah, that I see something crawling out of the corner of my eyes. Like that's a fucking spider on my mic stand. Great. Uh, cool. Uh, yeah. Sorry, uh, we were talking about D and D books. Uh, yeah. Not so much then, eh? In terms of quality, I haven't read too too many. Those ones, those ones have better established writers. The one that Salvatore and yeah, 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 and then World of Warcraft ones have good names as well. Mm-hmm. The one that pops to mind of being kind of iffy is. Well, the God of War one is, yeah. And then there's one that came out between, um, in the new trilogy of uh, Tomb Raider, between games one and two, a book did come out. And I love that series of games, so I got the book. And uh, I have opinions about that book as well. (laughs) I love... (laughs) I love that every time anyone ever says, I've got opinions about blank, it's not good. Good. Yeah, not good opinions, (laughs) just opinions. Uh, Cool. Yeah, no, I I find that uh, it's it's weird because I know lots of people who who are super into books, uh, like Warhammer books and and Mm -hmm. everything else. And and to each their own. That's great. And I respect that there's lore there and that I'm missing out in a lot of ways. But man, I just immediately discount that stuff because I'm just like, no, I don't, I don't. But I also, I'm an asshole because I've talked about this a little bit previously. I don't really pay attention to story and game in games either. Mm -hmm. Like I liked, uh, I like reading the bits and pieces in in the D and D books that come out through Wizards. Like I, I enjoy reading through them. Some for the most part. Uh, 
a lot of the campaign books, uh, Strixhaven, for example, I hated reading that because it literally felt like the same thing for four chapters, like just the layout of the everything and the actual lore bits. I don't mind. Yeah, I remember you saying that Strixhaven was yeah. uh, realistically because it's a set in a college and everything mm -hmm. else, but that it was yeah. super repetitive. Yeah. So yeah. like I, I like the I, I just like reading the uh, the little bits and yeah. pieces of lore and stuff like that or some history uh the sword coast adventures guide was a good one because it literally is just all lore about the sword coast and city and you know all the cities and all that stuff uh -huh. that was good i liked reading that because i actually went back to that before we started playing descent into avernus and just to kind of bone up on a bit of, of things here and there and plus for a few little short stories that uh i wrote in the previous life but um yeah you also have read um a lot of destiny 2 lore too you have yeah uh, yeah they they're the, really good yeah those and i want to say anthologies but they're not anthologies um, uh the grimoire anthology yeah there we go yeah. yeah they have like a a lot of the destiny lore is freaking insane like some of the stuff that they have in that game that you can read is nuts like there is a huge 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 backstory to the whole Destiny universe. You mean in game? Lore. Oh yeah, yeah. You can yeah. Read it all so, in game. So that's actually something um, my my buddy Aaron had commented on the video where I initially talked about how I was a, a scumbag and didn't pay any attention to story no and games. Uh, he had asked if there was a game that I had paid attention to the lore, and uh, Tibia was one game that uh, similar to probably less so than Destiny because there's a pretty big discrepancy between the team that built Tibia and the team that built <laughs> Destiny. But uh, they had a really, really, really deep lore in that game. Like there were, there were libraries all throughout the game that just like there would be dozens, if not hundreds of books in some of these libraries. And, and most of them were nonsense. Some of them were just like recipes and stuff like that. But like some of them were like legitimate books, short, but mm -hmm. legitimate mm -hmm. books about like, this is a king's diary and and stuff oh, like that. Cool. And there 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 was a lot of lore in that game. And some of it was like puzzles that you would actually have to like piece together from different libraries on in the world to like solve a puzzle to get access to a new oh, uh, to a new piece really of equipment cool. or or a new dungeon or something like that. And uh, some of them actually are already are still unsolved. Uh, there's the beholder problem, the beholder language that's theoretically crackable but nobody's been able to crack it um probably because there's some missing information that nobody's pieced together yet mm -hmm. but uh mm -hmm. it like it had very rich lore and i read some of it for sure but uh i think that's partly because it rewarded you yeah <laughs> like like there it's like here's lore not just for the sake of of knowing something mm -hmm. but but for the sake of like this actually matters this mm -hmm. is like you're going to fight this person later in the game and and this may actually matter or at least gives you some inkling of why they are where they are in the world or, or something mm -hmm. like that i think it makes a big difference when the lore is in the game and it ties into the game versus just like we released a book <laughs> i don't yeah i'd have to be really into that game before i would give that a look <laughs> well i liked uh i liked uh in the elder scroll series too where they you could find like just books and read them in game. I was, yeah, I was going to bring that up too. Yeah. That was really fun doing mm -hmm. that. Cause I know in my original playthrough that I ended up losing for that, I think one of my missions was to get a copy of every single book and just dump it in one of my houses. Mm -hmm. What a surprise. <laughs> <laughs> 
Yes, right. <laughs> what they should do, and uh, and I don't know of any games that have done this, but what they should do for a game is go through um, the Kindle like self published store, and just find all of the sort of the failed eBooks, people who have not actually sold many copies or any copies. And just offer them like a couple hundred bucks for the rights to their book to put it, not like to buy it out from them, but just yeah. to publish a copy in the in the game and uh, give them a little bit of a taste of, of, of cash and then also have like this library of legitimate stories in, in the game. I think that'd be fun. And that would work in their favor later on because there'd be oh, for the sure. fans that would be like, oh, this is a real book I could buy? For sure. Definitely. Yeah. I think that'd be fun. I bet it's, I bet it's not financially like, I, I'm sure it's not worth it, I, which is why people haven't done it. Or maybe people, I just haven't thought of it, but uh, I think that'd be fun. Yeah. 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 At long last, people can finally read about my hot flakes recipe. <laughs> uh, hot flakes. Hot, hot oh, flakes. Uh, yeah. Sarah, Sarah brought us uh, candy, which are... I'm gonna say I don't actually know which language is the place that Wait, they're from. There's they're imported from somewhere. Yeah. China. Product okay, they are Chinese. Chinese. I was gonna say China. Chinese, but I wasn't sure. Yeah. Uh they are uh, apparently haw berries that are compressed. They're sort of like those weird fruits like strips, strips that you yeah. get, the fruit leather. Dehydrated like uh peaches or something or or what the hell was it? it no, was not like, even. Like they there's they they a yeah. lot of people just call it fruit leather. It's like mm -hmm. pressed fruit. Yeah. And these are very reminiscent of that. And that depending on whether you like those, uh is either a good thing or a bad thing. <laughs> yeah. I don't mind them. They're, yeah, not, I mean, they're not bad. They're not for bad. for eighty cents it was worth it to try i guess uh, <laughs> opening them up and the first thing one of you said was this looks like meat that was me <laughs> <laughs> they do they look like meat <laughs> they they look like incredibly processed meat yes, yes. um <laughs> or or crushed you know hawberries one or the other <laughs> now you two can have some pork chips <laughs> oh those exist by the way oh hell yeah um oh right jump jumping back to um, God of War. Oh, this isn't a gaming podcast. Oh, yes, it is. <laughs> We're talking about Half Lake now. <laughs> Apparently, some of the collector's editions that went oh, out. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Which are the $200 collector's <laughs> edition with a golden boss box and a 16 inch replica of the Norse uh, of the hammer and dwarven dice and downloadable cosmetics and a whole bunch of other stuff. Was missing the game. Whoops. Like there was no like down digital download code in there. It was like legit like the disc of the game. Yep. Here, okay. Here's yep. a picture. Okay. I'm going to uh, I'm going to make a suggestion for us right here. We need to bring back our whiteboard from previous life. Okay. And on the one side we'll have Yay Sony, <laughs> and on the other side we'll have what the fuck, Sony. <laughs> because I feel right now that that side of the board is going to be like notched with a lot of. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, I mean, let's let's be fair. This kind of thing happens. Uh, but yeah, that's pretty dumb. <laughs> uh, I actually thought that I was going to come in tonight and be like, I have a, you know, fuck Xbox story. I legitimately thought I was going to have one because I was reading through some some articles because you might not know this, but a lot of what we talk about, we get from other gaming news. We don't actually... People don't reach out to us and tell us their scoop stories. I, yeah. I know that's surprising given our, our immense clout. But uh, <laughs> so I was reading through 
uh, the list of articles. And uh, one of them was talking about Xbox Game Pass and Xbox One users getting screwed over. And I was like, oh, did Microsoft do something super shitty? No, not at all. They're just going to start not having as many Xbox One compatible games in Game Pass going forward, which is like, well, makes no shit. Yeah. (laughs) Like that console's old. Yeah. (laughs) So I was all ready to be like, yeah, we got a fuck Xbox story. And then it's like, oh, no, that's just normal. Perfectly reasonable. Okay. All right. Fine. (laughs) Never mind. (laughs) Thought we were going to balance the books a little, but nope. (laughs) Nope. (laughs) It's going to take a lot of balancing. Oh, yeah, oh, right. Man. Like, I feel these these scales are like kind of like touching the ground now and like yeah. leaving stress marks in the freaking concrete. So. <laughs> a little bit. A little bit. Yeah, um, yeah that sucks. I, I, uh, I, if you were one of the ones that got the collector's edition and didn't receive your game, uh, sorry. <laughs> wow. <laughs> that sucks. Yeah. Oh, they'll get taken care of. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. They'll, yeah, they'll get the game and, and a coupon or something. They'll, they'll be well taken care of. But it would be immensely shitty to unbox your like super deluxe edition ready to play get into the game and be like oh yeah oh yeah yeah they were supposed to get a steelbook and a downloadable code thing and both were missing so you couldn't even download it spent all day painting the red line right down the cover <laughs> of one eye so you could just you know feel like kratos when you're kicking the shit out of some enemies in game and you couldn't even do it terrible Terrible. I mean, thankfully, I got my. I didn't get the collector's edition, so it was just getting all the red paint off my face that sucked. Yeah, that took a bit. Yeah, why yeah. did you take that off before the podcast? Uh, well, I had to go to work, oh. and I didn't want to explain that to people. <sighs> Chad, your your lack of commitment is disturbing. Hey, man, when I fall down a set of stairs and I rip the shit out of my freaking hand, yeah, right, <laughs> you still came. <laughs> I'm still there. I'm still there. Uh, yeah. Yeah. So, um, I think we should talk about the, uh, the hot take topic. Well, not really hot take, but the, the thing we we're just starting to talk about earlier. Ah. So I, I had asked these two what we were going to talk about tonight that wasn't just news stuff. Mm-hmm. And, uh, we were trying to come up with some thoughts and for uh, giggles and shits for no, not for giggles for you. Yes. Our for, friends, our digital friends who may or may not exist. They might be sophisticated bots. If you're a sophisticated bot, let us know. Uh, <laughs> uh, I asked, uh, what was the game that caused the most fights from your childhood? And I, I think there's a lot of different answers to this. Um, but uh, I think I think let's start with like at home. So, Chad, I think you had an answer. Yeah, at home. Uh, this is so easy. Um, the Nintendo Entertainment System. What, was, what was the what was the biggest game on NES that caused it? Uh, no game in particular. Oh come on! Yeah, just, uh, well, it was just uh, who had access to the system at the time or who was on it. Oh, I see. So, so it wasn't it was, that you all played the same game. It was that hey, he's been playing for two more, hours, more or less. Yeah, like, <laughs> yeah, um, like yeah. so much so that my dad, uh, he whenever we he got me because uh, my dad was a, a huge hockey fan. Yeah, and um, I remember. The first hockey game we played was ice hockey, and that, it, it while fun, it wasn't great. But when my dad seen Blades of Steel, the original NES Blades of Steel, loved it, yeah, and he seen that, and and so he went out and got it for me, I think for my birthday or something. And Dad was always the one that wanted to play it, which I thought was hilarious because I would kick his ass and he would get mad. So it would, I got grounded probably from beating Dad's ass on freaking <laughs> Blades of Steel. But um, yeah, there was a lot of. There was a lot of uh, fights 
uh, between me and my two brothers. Cause if, uh, if one of us had, like, if I had it in my room, you know, and the, you know, my, my brothers wanted to play and it's like, no, you get out of my room. Yeah. 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 I would, I would agree that, uh, like console or PC time was definitely a factor in fights. Um, there was a couple games that, uh, like with the NES, you only got the one save state. Mm-hmm. And that caused some serious drama with like some of the Mario games. Cause some of them you could not Mario one, but I think Mario three, you could like save it by holding reset and power at the same time. Uh, there was three, or was it Final Fantasy? I think there was three separate files on Mario three. Yeah, Final no. Fantasy, I think. Was- Final Fantasy, I think it was, was single save and it was just yeah. holding reset and power at the same time. And first of all, if you got it wrong, you were fucked, which yeah. is, which was the worst design ever. Uh, but also it meant that you could only have one save file. Yeah. And, and so that caused some serious drama because it was like, no, I'm playing through Final Fantasy. You can't override my save. <laughs> yeah, that would have been my one brother for sure. hundred percent. Yeah. Final, final <laughs> fantasy was that was kirk's that was kirk's baby yeah and the only way uh the only way we got to play that was when he was actually 100 percent done with that game sure yeah so yeah yeah. uh yeah definitely though just just access to the console definitely caused some drama uh duck hunt definitely caused some drama (laughs) mostly because like with with most games there's a limit to how much you can screw with each other because like you can you can walk in front of them or whatever but like There's only so much, but with Duck Hunt, because of the way that it worked, uh, if you had certain remotes were powerful enough to like screw with it, because it's just an IR light, right? Uh, and so like you could like make them misfire by hitting the remote. Uh, that caused some serious, <laughs> like that came to fists every once in a while. <laughs> the uh, I remember too, um, like, as far as games go on the NES, like we all had our own kind of uh we had like i said i had blades of steel uh my brother kirk had uh final fantasy mom when it came to puzzle games mom was that was it that was her domain and tried not to ever lay claim to her throne because she would smite you down yeah. and no matter what puzzle <laughs> game it was like you don't mess with mom um so the nintendo wasn't really uh game wise it wasn't until the super nintendo when uh the home console ports of uh street fighter 2 and uh, Mortal Kombat 2 mm-hmm. came out and oh god that's when the fight started you start getting into fighting games with with somebody else and they start doing like cheap or dirty moves and you somebody yeah. run up and unplug the controller or you know it would come to fist you know like getting a little kid fight or for, whatever. for us it was um I think Super Nintendo was one and then Sega Genesis was the other one and what was really the problem was uh my I think my oldest brother Aaron uh, I think it was him bought the uh, the turbo controller oh. that would allow you just like hit a button and it would like instantly mm-hmm. hit it. Uh, and then like that was just cheating because like if one person has that and the other person doesn't, it's literally cheating. And so that caused a lot of drama. But but Sarah, you haven't gotten a chance to. I had a sister, <laughs> so we didn't fight so much, so much. <clears throat> Come on, really, now. really the only thing that we ever disagreed on was was like access to our playstation yeah other than that like we didn't have any fighting games neither one of us have ever been interested in that what games did you play spyro crash bandicoot oh wait okay (gasps) crash team racing 
That did cr- there make is. some drama sometimes. There it is. Yep. I knew it was there. Yep. It's always there. <laughs> uh, what about with friends? What about going over to friends? Was uh, Do you have any stories from like going over to play with friends where somebody like rage quit a party or something? Yes. Okay. Yes. I want to hear it. Come on. There was one New Year's Eve and I think we were probably in our early teens. We were at a friend's place in, um, in town in Owen Sound and all of us kids were downstairs playing... Um, uh, NHL. I don't know which version. It was on PlayStation 2. One of them. Yeah, one sure. of them. But um, me and uh, my neighbor, because we, our friend, families were all friend, big part of the big friend group. And uh, we were playing East Coast versus West Coast in the, a game. And I was just absolutely wrecking him. And he just could not handle that at all. He rage quit and then restart the game. And tried to make me play it again. And I'm like, what? <laughs> uh-huh. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. 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 Unfortunately, there's still people online that do that now. Oh, <laughs> yeah. yeah. For sure. Yeah. For sure. But he didn't just like exit the game. He restarted the entire console itself. That's pretty great. Yeah. So um, the, I, I'm I'm still brewing up some memories because mm-hmm. I, I know there were a few and I'm trying to think of what the best ones were. But I will say that... Uh, one of the people that I used to play with, uh, Keegan was the name. Um, whenever we were doing a party, he was he was a bit of a dick. A great guy, but a bit of a bit of a dick. And so if we if we were like playing Goldeneye or something, he'd be across the room trying to like throw something to hit the power button on the console. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! Oh my god. <laughs> it was just one of those things. It's like, all right, we have until he hits the power button. Let's go. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, no, that was always good, man. This is the thing that kids these days don't, uh, I say this, I don't think they get nearly as much of this. The idea no. of like, cause couch co-op is so rare. Yeah. yeah. Like, I don't think people realize that for, especially the younger kids out there, like how coach couch co-op was such a fucking bonding experience. Mm-hmm. And I think that it just doesn't really exist anymore. Yeah. Like, uh, my brothers, uh, when me and my brothers get together for our, uh, yearly, brother getaway uh, up north sure um we do that like we'll we'll hook up uh last year for example uh shredder's revenge that new teenage mutant ninja turtle game came out which we all played couch co-op as well yep yep um i brought my switch up and we hooked it up to my brother's tv and me like me and my two brothers we literally sat there and played through the whole thing and beat it and then my two nephews were coming downstairs and they were just like, oh, oh you're playing. You're, oh, can I, can I play? Oh, can we, can I play? Can I play? And, was, and we're just like, no, like we're, you can watch, like we're playing, like this is our time. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Right. But I think they were just kind of blown away. Like, oh, they're playing video games. Like we, we would, uh, what was the other ones that we would play down? Oh, a uh, Mario party. Yeah. Uh, my one niece, uh, she, every time we're down, she always wants to play Mario Party with Love us. Love Mario Party. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And we played the hell out of that. We would play the crap out of that. Mario Golf. I mean, yep. oh, yeah. We, <laughs> we love our Mario Golf. Well, yep. you know how much I hate Mario Golf. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, Gotta twist um, your arm to play it. So but hard, even, yeah. even like growing up and playing, you know, the Super Mario Kart on the Super Nintendo or F Zero or. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, a hockey game, just, just all of it. Yeah. yeah, just just everything. Like yeah. there was just so much fun. 
that I remember having just getting together and firing up the console and just playing games together with like five or six people. Not everybody had to play at once because uh, you couldn't. You mm-hmm. Some of the consoles had only two controllers, but that was cool. We just rotated. Mm-hmm. Sometimes somebody would bring an extra console and a TV, you know, mm-hmm. lug in the fucking like 20 inch black <laughs> and white or whatever they had yeah. spare. Uh, those were great. And then a little bit older in high school, we did land parties because I had a really nice big basement that my dad built out that was like, we had a really nice space, big, like 25 by like 20 foot room that was made to be land partyable. He made it, he basically put it together for us. That's Mm. awesome. It was amazing. Honestly, super, super great. And so like we could have like 10 people over playing, playing land games. And we, my brothers and I are all nerds. So we legitimately did like we had, uh, my brother, John and I routinely would do land parties, uh, mostly with his friends because they were older and had cars at the time. (laughs) But, uh, you know, there was one day I think I might've even told this story a little bit previously, but uh, we were playing a LAN party to the point where uh, I think it was Age of Empires that we were playing, if I remember correctly, uh, until the point it was like 4 a.m. or something. And we'd been going for like 20 plus hours. Oh, my God. Uh, and one of the guy's computers crashed. And to this day, we swear that the error message was uh, must go sleep now. <laughs> and And none of us can tell if that was like true or not but we all swear that that's what it said um and, but yeah like that that kind of stuff like i remember those are some of my best memories from from childhood and i feel like today's gaming just uh, there isn't that not in, not in the same um face-to-face way but it's it's interesting that you brought up land party because i didn't mention this when we were looking at articles earlier and i was keeping it in the back of my mind to look up later for myself but the, a book has recently come out about land parties mm-hmm. in the late 90s and early 2000s and just how different the oh my god i had that keyboard um <laughs> <laughs> nerds night <laughs> <laughs> um <clears throat> and just how like there's they still exist to an extent but not in the not same, same way like you no, just yeah. It's it's funny because I've talked to like people people sort of our age uh, like I've I've said like uh, and and like if we ever make this a big thing and we have like a headquarters so to speak we're gonna have a place where you can do land parties and stuff mm-hmm. same thing with like a house like if I custom build a house it's going to have a place where I can do like kick ass land parties and it's funny because some like kids not even that much younger than me I mean not even kids adults not that much younger than me are like, huh? What? Why? That doesn't, yeah. I don't get it. And yeah. it's like, I, that's sad because you're missing out. Like mm-hmm. you have no idea how much yeah. you're missing out. Yeah. Like I've, I've never taken part in one unless Oof. you want to call when we played Di- Diablo. I mean, one. basically that yeah. just with a few more people. Yeah. My, uh, my brother and I, uh, during the Xbox one, we used to link cable our Xboxes, sure. mm-hmm. uh, just from one room to the other. And we would play uh splinter cell chaos theory, the sure. co-op mode in that. Yeah. And Oh my God, like, it was just so much fun. Yeah. Just tons of fun. We'd also, uh, another, before we, I, I would, uh, when I had my dreamcast, um, another, and this is another great memory that I have. Um, whenever my brother and his friend, Mike were at the house, uh, Newell, um, we would play virtual tennis and holy crap, man, like just a tennis game, but it was just so much fun to play. We were joking around like crazy. 
And it was just, it's one of those memories that's like just, oh man. Like, yeah, it, it doesn't have to be a crazy game no. to be incredibly fun. No, yeah, no but it's I, just I feel like right you didn't get to finish your thought about Sorry. the Land Party book. Or oh. or did you? Oh, no. Yeah, no, okay. I just, a, a book just has come I, out recently called Land Party by Merit K. Cool. And I kind of, I want to look at By Mary K. Yes, by <laughs> Mary K. Oh, shit. Uh, yeah, no, I just, I like, I, as I say, like it's, we, we're going to have to, I, I will host a land party. I will figure it out. We'll, mm -hmm. we'll figure out, uh, maybe I'll do it down here or, or something and we'll get like a good number of people together because, uh, whether it's World of Warcraft or, or whatever, as mm -hmm. long as you can all play the same game at the same time in the same location, that's key. Yeah. It's the same thing we've talked about in the past with Dungeons and Dragons and it's like, Online remote D and D mm -hmm. is great if that's yeah. if that's what you can play. It's awesome, yeah. but it is not nearly as good as being at the same table in the same room with the same with the people. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. There's so much more to it, and the same is true for video games. Yeah. Like it's great to play online, even just playing like a couple of people in the same room when you're playing something like even Star Wars Battlefront, where there's like forty plus people on a team. Just having two people in the same room mm -hmm. makes it so much more fun. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, that's something that I feel I, I feel like, well, everybody, not just younger generations, but like even even our generation mm -hmm. nowadays is just missing out on that. Yeah. And it's mm -hmm. such a shame. Yeah. yeah. Like there's definitely advantages to being able to play on the Internet with several people because you get to meet so many different people. For sure. And but yeah it's definitely missing that face-to-face -face thing and even when you see videos of like people that have been playing the same games together for 12 plus years yeah. and then they meet each other and it's like just the camaraderie that's yeah. immediately there like yeah yeah and and i don't i also want to be very careful that i'm not trying to take anything away from online play like oh, no, I, no, I, no. I would not, not. I would not trade online play for land play because online play just allows you to do so much more with so many more people. Yep. But goddamn, if you have not participated in a land party of some sort, like a legitimate, even if it's a console couch co-op, whatever it is, if you have not gotten a bunch of people together and just played games for a night, video or board games, and actually mm -hmm. I I think this might be a little bit of why board games seem to be gaining popularity lately is yeah. because they kind of force you to be in the same room. Mm -hmm. uh, so people are like, video games are fun for playing on your own, but board games are. And it's like, you can play video. I know it's crazy, but you can play video games in the same room. <gasps> uh, <laughs> like when Halo first came out and like the amount of land parties that yeah. you know, we would oh, have yeah. just playing like Halo, the original Halo multiplayer was... Yeah fucking so much fun i mean i set up my office in the in the last house uh and i'm gonna do something similar here at some point um just add two matching tvs and two ps4s yeah. so that my buddy john could well anyone but my buddy john was most of the person that came over and and we just fire up like online games on the ps4s like uh anthem for instance yeah. mm -hmm. and uh just instantly any game twice as good when you're playing it next to a buddy Nope. Just it, yep. it doesn't matter what game it is. It's yep. just it immediately better. Yeah. Well, that's why Chad and I are always on the lookout for like couch co-op games or even yeah. even single player games. We've played together as couch co-op sure. games just because. Yeah. yeah, it's 
it's fun playing with people. Torchlight. Yeah. We played through Torchlight. I love yes. Torchlight. Actually, I'm Torchlight Light 2. Too. Sorry, Torchlight. Yes. I like both. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that was fun. Uh, Cat Quest 2. We're going to we're going to play through that because uh, it's it's a co-op game as well. Yeah, we played um, Fez. As Fez. It... Yeah, we yeah. Had, mm -hmm. Fez. Yeah. That was man. Fez was that was such a fucking unique and fun little game. Yeah. My God, that I, was yeah. so good. I didn't play it. I saw it, but I didn't play it. It's really cool. Yeah. It's really, really cool. Like the whole manipulation of the environment and how it like, oh. I was going to say somebody really needs to crack. And for all I know, they have and I just haven't experienced it. But somebody really needs to crack the um, the sort of semi-interactive couch co-op where it's like you're playing something like Torchlight, for instance, but mm -hmm. it's single player, like a single player RPG. But the second player has some, they can optionally join the game and somehow legitimately improve the game. Like you were talking about this a little bit last week with like the Batman and Alfred sort of setup. Yeah. yeah. Where like the second player does something meaningful. And like, I don't know whether it's like changing things on a map, like dropping like monster spawns or something to aid the player. Like, I don't know, but somebody needs to figure out how to make like a single player RPG or something, just like add that second player that isn't necessarily mm -hmm. a participant, but they're like, they adjust the narration of the world. I think. Amazing. I think there is. I just can't remember what it is. Sarah, it looked like you had a. It's funny you bring that up because I put it in our, uh, our co-founder chat in our oh. discord, join the discord from that. last night. It was late. Um, but it's a, a game, I, I think it was just released sometime this week too. It's called The Past Within and it's a two-player game, but it's an obligate two-player game and you're playing in different timelines. And apparently mm. it's like not super hard by any means, but it requires a lot of communication of what you can see on your screen versus what your, your counterpart can see on screen too in order to solve puzzles and stuff. So again, I hit it. <laughs> I, think I was I was joking with Sarah that I think I'm gonna uh, I think I should add like a Sarah hit her mic count. We back in the back in a previous life we had the Phineas drop count, yeah, uh, and, and it was always fun. So I think we should have a Sarah hit her mic count. Yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah. Well, no, better that, that than me. Yeah, that sounds pretty cool. Mm -hmm. I'd be I'd be into that. Yeah. Uh, there was there was one. Um, well, uh, It Takes Two uh, was one that just yeah. came out that was like a two-player co-op and you can play couch co-op as well uh, where each of you, like you're a husband and wife, but um, you had you would have like different weapons. So like if the husband had like a, like a goo gun that sprayed like this uh, flammable goo and then the woman had like a match, like a, like, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like, just yeah, yeah, no, stuff like that's cool. And, and I think that there's a lot, uh, of neat games that are, uh, like, I think I like the way you put it where it's an obligate two player game. Mm -hmm. It's you, 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 it is a two player game. Mm -hmm. What I'm thinking is more like take something that I can play solo, like, uh, take final fantasy one, which I love. It's one of the best games ever made. Uh, well, final fantasy. Yeah. Final fantasy one. Uh, and just somehow make it so that a second player can pick up at any time they want. So if Danielle's like, hey, I'm going to jump in for a minute, pick up, and and they don't even necessarily need to control a character. Maybe they, like, I don't know, drop things on the map for you to, like, aid your adventure or mm -hmm. something. I, I don't know. Like, I, I, 
I'm not a game designer. I don't know yeah. what it needs to be, but th- I feel like there's something where there's got to be an engaging play style where it's it is a single person game, but that you can add more people and it gets better. I think as you're saying it, and I think Chad might be, I told him about it. Maybe this is what he's thinking about. There's a game in development specifically for streamers where you're playing and your viewers can vote or they do things and it yeah. influences your game. Yeah, I remember it's not reading quite about the same this. Way. Yeah, but it's that's, in- that's a really, really interesting way of approaching your game. Yeah, it's in the same. It, that's in the right neighborhood mm-hmm. for the sort of thing that I'm thinking thinking about. Excuse me. Um, yeah, I, I, and like I said, I'm sure these games exist and I just Mm -hmm. don't know about them. Uh, and I'm sure that by now Richter has left a comment about one of them. He's Uh, just yelling it at his screen right now. He he seems to know every game that's ever been made. Um, but, uh, either, either him or Temple, one of the two is like, you idiot, this game. Oh yeah, I actually remember that. Um, but, uh, yeah, I like I just I feel like like binding of Isaac Isaac uh had a little tiny two two player thing. This isn't well known, but uh, I'm I'm 99% sure it's the right game I'm thinking of. The second player could just shoot uh as as your little helper. Mm. They they could they could shoot, not quickly, but they could shoot and just give you like a little bit of a leg up. Um oh. which is like a nice, nice little Easter eggy sort of thing. And I'm like, something like that, except a little bit more. Mm-hmm. Uh, even things like maybe the second player can see secrets on the map if you go close enough to them or something. Ooh. So, mm-hmm. like, I, I don't know what it is, but there's got to be something where, you know, you can play. You can just add some multiplayer to a single player game. There's got to be ways to do it. Yeah. There's got to be way- more games need to have some sort of fucking cooperative aspect to them or multiplayer aspect to yeah them. Mm-hmm. yeah because multiplayer makes everything better yes yeah like uh as much as this pains me to Except say solitaire even like if uh sony decides to remake the last of us again for the fucking fourth time for ps6 and they add a co-op mode where one of you can play as joel and the other one can play as ellie sure yeah don't do that sony don't you've you put f- it out in the world now no you First of all, first of all, you said PS6. They're going to make it be long before the PS6. They're going to remake it for PS5 at least two or three more times. The Last of Us 2. The Last of Us 1. The Last of Us Lastening. The Last, Last, Last of Us. Um, the first of The Last of Us. That's right. Yeah. They should make a pre-call, prequel called The First of Us. They really should. No, <laughs> just, just, just call it Us. <laughs> us. There it is. And then the spinoff is Wee. <laughs> Literally. <laughs> Wee. Uh, it looks like we're actually coming up uh, cl- kind of close to time. Uh, okay, I mean, well, well, because you brought this up yeah. and I really don't want to end this without bringing it up. But uh, board games that uh, also caused some bites. Oh, yes. Oh, yeah. Well, so for me, Monopoly. Uh, that was the one that, that brought us to... Uh, blows at least once or twice uh, just because, you know, you're cheating, you, you're you stealing from the bank and no, I'm not. And, uh, you flipped your property and uh, I flipped the table. 
<laughs> yeah, yeah. Monopoly caused a lot of uh, hatred. And I think that's true of a lot of people, either a lot of boredom or a lot of hatred. And uh, it's a shame because if you play Monopoly by the actual rules, it's a, it's a very fun and strategic game. It's just mm. that nobody plays it by the fucking rules. So, but what about you? Let's go to Sarah first. Okay. I mean, I think ours is almost the same one. Oh. Playing trouble with mm. my parents up in oh, sound yeah. or frustration. frustration yeah, trouble, I guess the same shit. Yeah, the the game with the popper in the middle. Mm. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. We have a lot of house rules, and then uh, my parents' neighbors legitimately have gotten into arguments where they have not spoken to each other. Yeah. Um. Yeah. And yeah, it, it becomes a very loud game and very angry at everyone. <laughs> mm-hmm. Also, um, uh, there's this one game called Blockus. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. Yep. that one. Oh, because your your dad I know. is fucking so dirty at that. Like, oh, it's it's so fucking bad. But yeah, that's another one that uh, Mexican train. Yes, uh, playing oh. Mexican train dominoes. Oh, yes, those oh, get God, very that very is loud. Such a fun game, but yeah. yeah, that's also one where you can be really freaking dirty. Yeah, yeah, I. Uh... Yeah, I, I'm trying to think of other board games that we played as kids that really riled us up, but I think Monopoly was honestly probably the worst offender. <laughs> I know, like games like like you because you were saying trouble, and I know like games like Sorry was also another one where yeah. like oh man, when you got when you got hit and you had to start, I was like you son of a like, yeah. Like we never played Sorry for yeah. exactly that reason. Like I don't think we ever bought it, and I don't. My parents didn't buy it for exactly that reason. But like I think Family <laughs> Guy even did a bit of like. Sorry, do you feel like losing friends tonight? <laughs> uh, and yeah, I think it was a pretty shitty game. Yeah. Uh, Snakes and Ladders, same sort of thing. Uh, just, yeah, no, it wasn't like versus anyway. By the way, that game is so fucking dumb. I don't know if anybody like, as as an adult, looking back on that game, because of course they reprinted it and I took a look at it. I'm like, this is literally just roll a die and see if you get screwed. Yeah. yeah. There's, there's not even any like multiplayer aspect no. to it. Well, you, it was made like, when did it get first made? It was like, gotta be the 20s. I mean, yeah, but like, there were good games in the 20s. <laughs> but not for children necessarily. No. Well, and I think that's the thing is, but <laughs> but at the same time, that's kind of my thing about Snakes and Ladders is like, or yeah. Shoots and Ladders, whatever you want to call it. It's one of those things where it's like, it's so simple that it's a kid's game, but it's so punishing that it should never be played okay, by a child. Okay, it's, it's a lot older than I thought it was. <clears throat> 1400s. Goddamn. Yeah. Really? You haven't pulled... You don't. I, I don't. 13th century. I, I am not. I'm wow. looking at... Wow. <laughs> wow. Yeah, it was... Uh, apparently, historians believe it was created by someone named St. Gaindev. Cool. Okay. Yeah. Like it literally says here, years active, ancient India, second century AD to present. That's awesome. It was um, originally (laughs) apparently called Mosh, Moksha, Patu. Oh my gosh. I am so sorry. We're going to butcher it and you're just going to have to accept that. I'm so sorry. I am terrible at other languages. It's okay. Even my own language I am terrible with. Uh, well, I'll tell you, uh, that's actually a completely, uh, I had actually forgotten about this story and I was not even going to mention it because I forgot about it, but, uh, talking about ancient games. Mm-hmm. Oh, uh, yes. Yeah. I pulled this up earlier. Um, apparently very recently, uh, I don't know how, I don't know when the actual find was. This is an article that was from a few days ago, um, on Greek city times, uh, scientists have apparently discovered some mysterious f- spheres 
that they believe are part of ancient Greek board games. They've found at least 700 of these, so like they're not oh, wow. accidental and they're they're similar sized, but they they come in two distinct sizes and there are they've found rocks that uh, have apparent like pits in them where mm-hmm. the the spheres fit. And they're pretty confident that these are elements of like a seriously ancient uh, board game dating back like 4,000 years. So it's now. the original Monopoly. It kind of, I mean, it, it honestly, it kind of looks like uh, almost like a cribbage sort of thing where oh, it's like a cool. track. And yeah, like, yeah. I, I would love to know what the rule set is. It's yeah. probably like uh, whoever kills the next bison gets <laughs> to move their sphere up or something. But like, uh, no, Greek times, 4,000 years, uh, I would have been probably pretty sophisticated, to be honest. Yeah. But uh, I think it's just, this is, and this is also, let's be fair, this is almost certainly not the first board game. No. It's just because it's stone, you know. Yeah. It's, yeah. No, it's definitely it's not the first because there. I know that there was, they know of some, uh, historians know of some uh, Egyptian board games too. I just don't remember much of anything about them, but I do. Sure. Yeah. 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 Building um, pyramids. That yeah. wasn't them. No, that, yeah. <laughs> that wasn't even older civilization. <laughs> uh, aliens. <laughs> it was... And and it was it was a, a big power station. We're gonna yeah we're gonna do a, we're gonna do a conspiracy episode one of these days about oh. the ancient pyramids, uh, just because there's so many good ones. Oh I mean, how man, can you not? I'm actually a little bit jealous because like not that I would be good at them because I I find conspiracies hilarious, oh, but that's oh, yes. kind of the problem is that I find them hilarious. Yeah. Uh, but I'm kind of jealous of these YouTubers. They get to do conspiracy channels and just every week they put out a new video about some ridiculous conspiracy. And that's that's their whole thing. That's their life. That's yeah. their job. I'm like, yeah. that sounds awesome. <laughs> but uh, yeah, no, Pyramids uh, were an ancient board game from Aliens, obviously. Of course. Yeah. Obviously. Yeah. yeah. Well, well before, before we hang up. Mm-hmm. Because this is a phone. We're going to hang up. Um, Do either of you, have either of you been playing anything noteworthy in the last week? Uh, I decided to go back and uh, re-download and replay Transformers Devastation, Mm -hmm. uh, which basically looks like the old kind of G1 cartoon art style. Okay. Uh, A lot of the the voices from the old 80s cartoon are back. Peter Cullen is Optimus Prime. Yeah. Um, And uh, yeah, I've been playing, I played through that and I beat it. and then God of War came out. So <laughs> I was going to say, I, I would have led with God of War Ragnarok. But yeah, that's fair. <laughs> well, I, I yeah, you already be. talked about that. Yeah. Um, I played the hell out of some vampire survivors last weekend. But then today I uh, started playing a game I picked up last week called Cat Lady the Card Game. And I only, I've only finished the tutorial so far, but it is adorable and I'm kind of enjoying it so far. So that's pretty fun. I like it. Uh, I actually don't think I've been playing anything particularly noteworthy. I tried out a couple of things on itch.io, but none of them, none of them spoke to me. So, mm-hmm. so I think I'm, I'm born this week. Yeah. Oh, uh, but real quick, uh, because if you haven't heard about it, it hasn't made that much of a splash in the media. And I think it's worth a mention if you haven't seen it, Dungeon and Dragons Onslaught is a product that they announced recently, I think last week, uh, which is essentially... Uh, sort of a Warhammer-y, Star Trek attack wingy, sort of very vaguely sort of combat game that's Dungeons & Dragons flavored, pre-painted minis, 
and it's just combat. So uh, that might be worth looking into if you're interested in mm -hmm. that kind of stuff. I'm curious about it because you can obviously use those as minis for your games. Mm -hmm. uh, it could be cool or it could be utter shit. We'll uh, find out. We will know more as it gets closer to release. Yeah. Hey, uh, drop, give us a like. Uh, John, in the comments there, tell us what games you uh, fondly remember fighting with your siblings or friends uh, with. Whether or your imaginary friends. Or your imaginary that, friends. Yeah. Uh, yeah, give this video a like. Subscribe if you haven't. Spread the word. Uh, tell people about Dice to Pixels. Join our Discord because Discord's great. Like, yeah. sometimes. And, and ours is the best. I, I yeah. actually, I know for a fact that ours is the best in the world. Yeah. 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 So. Yep. We have a wonderful little community there. Of course it's the best. That's right. Yep. Emphasis on the little. I mean. <laughs> but they're great. We yeah. love them. Yeah. All right, cool. The best. <laughs> Thanks, everyone. Thanks, Chad. Thanks, Sarah. Thanks, Santa Claus. Thank you, Adrian. No, don't do that. That'll make my ego bigger. Fuck you, Adrian. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> we'll catch you on the next one. Thanks, everyone. Totals. Bye.